Hello. And welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an I, Dina. The podcast where we go through the select filmography of underrated actresses. Today, we are continuing our Adina Menzel train. Joining us, we have Rachel Warden. Hello. And Alessandra Bongiardina. Hi. And today we are discussing Frozen, released in 2013, written and directed by Chris Buck and Jennifer Lee, about two princesses who learn to love each other again, their sisters, uh, after the untimely death of their parents, which is to be assumed. I don't think that we ever directly see it. So I had never seen this movie before this podcast. I am thrilled that you finally saw it, Sam. This is what I've been waiting for for eight years, almost. And I didn't love it. I didn't even like it. I'm sorry. (laughs) You have sisters. I know. And you love them. How could I possibly have disliked this movie when Disney hosted a sister summit before making it, where they asked a bunch of sisters to describe the relationship that they have, and then they based the script based off of those responses? Are you serious? Yeah, I read the Wikipedia. Oh my gosh. No, they didn't. They did. Is it like plagiarism? Yes. People's lives? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was one Um, sister who was able to make ice out of her hands, and uh, she's (laughs) suing Disney, actually. Oh, yeah. Sam, before we get into why you don't like it, um, which doesn't make sense, uh, let's just <laughs> yeah, talk about yeah. when I first saw Frozen. We were freshmen. We were freshmen in college. Um, I saw it in the middle of a Tuesday afternoon in Times Square in a movie theater with just two middle-aged men in it and me, and I was changed for good. Um, <laughs> and then I immediately went back to our dorm and I played you, let it go, and. I remember, I specifically have a memory of playing that lyric when she goes, I am one with the wind and sky. Sam, you were like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then I begged you to see it for years and years and years and you finally did. So. I am not a child. I don't know, I still love it. I'm not a child. I still love it. I saw it when I was, for the first time when I was 17 and I still, I loved it then and I love it. Alessandra is integral to my frozen journey. We went on together. Um, we mm-hmm. used to. It's one of our. To like, yeah, it's a friendship movie. It's uh, you know, there's she has videos of me, um, performing "Let It Go" in her basement, where I like have several dress reveals it's made incredible. out of blankets. <laughs> and I recorded. I once recorded. I like used GarageBand and I sang. I sang all of Let It Go. I dubbed it. I remember this. And like a weird kind of voice the whole time. Yeah. I can't really describe it. This is... No, I just... I I had repressed that memory, I think. Because I remember (laughs) you showed it to me. Um, I wouldn't have insulted the movie that much had I remembered that you had done that. (laughs) All right. You know, we're allowed to have different things. And what about you, Rachel? You, What's your frozen experience let's see I was also a freshman in college um I think I saw it with like extended family like an aunt who thought it was like the treat to go to the movie still which it still is (laughs) but um uh and I remember I remember uh seeing I can't remember what his name is now but the the man that Anna was in love with in the beginning like from first sight and yeah yes and I remember being like this is just like all the frat boys at my school and it was such a huge connection for me and then I was just like wow 
Disney gets me. Um, and then, <laughs> and then after that, um, I mean, I just loved all the songs. I was a music major. So I was like, this is great. And I loved how Anna was relatable. She was like drooling and sleeping in talking about farts. Um, I mean, what else, what more could you really want? Yeah, I agree. Sam, why don't you get into what you didn't like about it? Um, I really hate the season that we call winter. And when mm. Elsa brought an eternal winter to Arendelle, I thought that that was really toxic of her. And when Hans said that he needed to kill her about it, I was like, that's understandable. <laughs> um, were you surprised by the him being a villain twist, Sam? No, because I already knew that. I I, wouldn't have made it without knowing at this point in your life. I know. I thought I remember in the theater, everyone was like, (laughs) me and the two (laughs) men. No, I saw that shit as a gif on Tumblr, like the day the movie came out. Yeah. Yeah. If only there was somebody who loved you. I like whispered it to myself right before he said it. Really, because I was picturing you seeing it for the first time and like throwing shit at your TV and going, no! (laughs) (laughs) Another stupid man! (laughs) Yeah. I I love that Santino Fontana plays an asshole in this movie. I love him. I think that he should play assholes more often. It really suits him. Are you going to get into it, Sam? I am going to get into it. I used to work at a children's acting studio that happened to, um, it was run by sociopaths, maybe. I'm not going to say what it's called, but they hosted like acting classes for little kids. And right when Frozen came out, they had Santino Fontana teach a master class on the songs of Frozen for like five to seven year olds. And- the five to seven year olds came in and obviously like they were just there to play and like meet Santino Fontana and have rich parents who knew how to work the internet. Mm-hmm. So they had like a Q&A session with him afterwards. Why? I don't know. And all the kids were just asking him to repeat lines from the movie and asking <laughs> him like if he gets along with Kristen Bell in real life. And after a few questions, he just said, honestly, I barely remember recording the dialogue for this movie. It's just something that I did over the course of a couple months. If anybody has any questions about my new off-Broadway play, I would be happy to answer those. <laughs> yeah. A, a six-year-old like raises their hands, like, actually, I had some notes for you uh-huh. uh, about the off-Broadway play. A seven-year-old raises his hand and goes, so I've heard that you're about to star in a revival of Tootsie, which is expressly transphobic. I was wondering if you had any comment on that. Right, right. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I mean, Alessandra, you went to college with him. I did. I got to college. He was like, is one of the alumni that our program loves to like. He's your Annalie Ashford. Yes, us. yes, he is because they're like he won a Tony and he's on TV. Oh my blah, god, blah, blah. Um, one person, yeah, um, exactly, exactly. But no, oh, I've I don't never know met him. <laughs> oh my gosh, if he said that to me though, I would just be like, you can still marry me anytime, any place. I mean, place. listen, sometimes Love it. Listen, I don't I- think it's a cardinal sin to not want to talk to children. My only question is why <laughs> he agreed to do a Q and A in the five year olds. Yeah. Yeah. He was my, being in a Disney movie. Like, Adina doesn't complain. She loves that. 
She just oh. stares blankly ahead with a smile frozen onto her face. Santino Fontana frozen. should learn how to do that. Hey. <laughs> Hey, I will where did Adina go to college? Oh wait, no, sorry. What were you saying? Oh, no, I was gonna say I love his um audition for it. Was like I remember it was like a big thing, and it was like mm-hmm. floating around on YouTube because he sang "I Feel Pretty" because they like wanted him <gasps> to sing something like classic-ish, but like he didn't know he was gonna be the bad guy because they were you know they were like keeping it. I but think so that's yeah. Oh yeah, and so he's saying I feel pretty, and it's like it's a really like I remember hearing that and being like that's like a little audition uh, masterclass that, for everyone. That's mm-hmm. that Guthrie uh, miscasting <laughs> they make you do. That's yeah. that's literally what it is. I auditioned for that school and I did uh, Maggie the cat. Oh yeah. On Hot Ten Roof, I did so right, badly. right. You had to do a, a miscast monologue. Uh-huh. Really, that's cool. That. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's cool, but it's also like oh, like if you're auditioning for acting schools and you pretty much right. just you use your the monologue same monologue. Book for right. every school and then you just get to this one school and they're like oh yes. they want you to do a fucking like i walk in there and do an august wilson monologue and they're like that's not what we meant oh that's my not- god Sam, <laughs> i need so you to do august wilson right now no, <laughs> do viola davis do my rainy spy button yeah oh my yeah. god no no <laughs> so when you're auditioning for acting schools like i know for music school it was like you had to have like a bunch of different pieces from like different eras and stuff like do you bring just one monologue in or do you bring a few Depends. different things a lot of times yeah. they'll have you do like one classical one contemporary but um, like contrasting always like, right they just it's always like dramatic yeah but you yeah, should they say have, that too yeah yeah if if they're both comedic you should have one be like in shakespeare world and the other one be like right like, right, know, right right like on the yeah. streets of the bronx yeah <laughs> I, <laughs> I, have, I live in the bronx <laughs> Ooh. Really? Yeah. You're set. I, had, I know. I'm here already. I remember when I auditioned for college, I had one monologue that was me complaining about the fact that my mom used to date Johnny Depp. And I'm like, she's always trying to act like she's better than me because she dated Johnny Depp. And then the other one was me crying about watching some boys like murder a flamingo at the zoo. I'm sorry. Those sound incredible. Yeah. <laughs> the only one I actually did that worked was the one that got into Marymount. That's why I say it worked because that's the only school I got into. Me too. And um, was it Miles It was it was me being like OCD and talking about leaving the oven on when I fell asleep, oh, wondering if I, I would so kill my family. Remember that. Ironically, yeah. my my miscast piece for my program was the one that, like Sam said, I pulled out of my butt at the last minute because I'd had like my pieces down, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. And the whole point too is it was like you were supposed to pick something you were really excited about that you would never yeah. get to play, and I just was like, uh, d- uh, Iago from Othello, and I just like, and it was a really boring <laughs> monologue too. Like I didn't want to do any of the like big speeches. It was just like some random. You should have done Iago from Aladdin. Yeah. Correct. With the voice and everything. <laughs> wow. What would you guys do for a miscast audition? Now, like, do you think? Now? I'll, now I would do, like, I would probably do Emma Stone from Cruella. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Glenn Close from, from Cruella, Les Cruella. Like, she has this great monologue where she's covered in shit and she walks into this barn and yells a bunch of animals. Like, you would just do a Cruella like compilation Cruella medley yeah Cruella yeah yeah exactly (laughs) what about you Sam I don't know because I'm um a a terrible actor so I don't know what I could possibly choose no you're not 
I could see Rachel. I could see you fucking up some death of a salesman personally mm. being like me. I just want to work with my hands on a farm. Wait, I'm sorry. I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. Good. It's about Don't a guy it. who it, it's it's about a guy who wants Spoiler, to work with his hands on a farm. All at the end. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's totally me. Yeah. The titular death. True. Um, I don't even know what a miscast audition is. I need to. I need to be caught up. Oh, it's, it's like, like it's like it's like a role you wouldn't normally play. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Alessandra, what would you do these days? I don't even know. I you know when somebody asks you, I'm like I forgot every play I've ever. I seen. know you can I play any role. I, yeah, it's because I'm so versatile. Nothing so versatile. <laughs> no, I feel like I'd probably do some like musical role that I'd be like, I want you to change this for me so it's in my my range and I'd sing that. I don't know. Mm. I can't think of anything. Dream girls. What? <laughs> Dream girls. Dream girls? <laughs> no, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. Oh, um, the Looking... I would do the producers. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I right, could see you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it opens on some uh, ice fishers. Which I truly think is such an iconic piece of music. And I it love is. it so That was good. My college what acapella it? group did a movie montage <gasps> arrangement of the of all of Frozen. Yes, they did. And uh, yes. yeah, and we opened with that. You have to. as you should I think and then so they have the ice fishers yeah that the na 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 song was like built for an acapella group to sing <laughs> right it was right. made to be acapella so there are some ice fishers and i'm very confused as to the logistics of ice <laughs> fishing because wouldn't the ice, the ice melt by the time they get to wherever they're bringing the ice i think it keeps itself no, because cold. it's cold oh. in the snow okay <laughs> Okay. Um, there are some northern lights in the sky. I am assuming that they took some cues from the play Almost Maine. Correct. Sure. Which obviously. invented the concept of northern lights. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I um, love Almost Maine. Aurora Borealis. Yes. <gasps> yes. Golden compass, atheism. <laughs> Technical term. Yeah. Golden <laughs> um, I, and then we go to Arendelle. Yes. Where two girls. Young girls. Play in the snow that one of them can create with their hands. Mm -hmm. What did you think <laughs> yeah. about that, Sam? I'm just I, curious because you've never seen it. I'm just I know. I, I, I thought that the kids segment was cute. I really liked Anna waking up Elsa and demanding that she make snow with her hands. I'm awake. Um, so I mean, the sky's awake. So really I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> like, so she takes her to the ballroom and they play in the snow that Elsa creates. Elsa miss aims a ray of ice or something and it hits Anna and she falls to the ground and she's like about to die. And apparently she gets a white streak in her she gets hair. A white yeah. streak. Apparently it's Elsa's fault, but I think it's because Anna just full body hugged a snowman. And they take her to it. she has frostbite. Um they take her to this like family of trolls who shame Elsa for her powers. They, okay, so Anna recovers. <laughs> like, they fix Anna. Well, because Anna. the troll says it's easier to fix the head than the heart. Yes. yes. Grand yes. Okay. troll says that. Okay. Yeah. So the, so the troll <laughs> is like, Elsa, you can never use your powers again. You must hide it away inside of you. Suppressed. And mm -hmm. also, don't 
be gay because apparently yeah, right, ice right. is a metaphor for being gay. Conceal, feel, don't feel. Yeah. Okay. Don't <laughs> let number- it show. Don't let it show. God. Don't let it show. The number of times that they've repeated conceal don't feel within the first 20 minutes alone. And like me knowing obviously every word to let it go because I am an Adina Menzel stan. And you're a human Mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've I've been to CVS. I know how let it go goes. Yeah. (laughs) Really, Sam? You've been to CVS? Not in well, for a not while. since I got banned as a college student for oh shoplifting. My, this is a whole something that I want to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I had this shoplifting phase in my sophomore junior year of college, which I maintain was the best impulsive activity I could have possibly done as a young woman with borderline personality disorder you know as opposed Mm -hmm. to like drugs or like unprotected sex shoplifting from cvs was undoubtedly the best way that i could have gone about that but Mm -hmm. i got too comfortable shoplifting (laughs) from the exact same cvs like every day for months on end and it got to the point where i would just like walk in take some bagel bites and walk out without like making any effort to conceal to, to conceal it to conceal, yeah. conceal and to not feel, feel it, feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and then yeah and then one day i was really upset because my grandpa was about to die he was in the hospital and they were like he has about 48 hours left and i was like well i'm out of makeup and fucks so i went to cvs put a shit ton of makeup in my bag saw uh an employee like come out of the employees only room which was right next to the makeup counter that i was Mm -hmm. shoveling makeup into my bag Mm -hmm. in and i saw him we made eye contact i was like whatever cvs doesn't pay well enough for him to give a fuck about me and i was trying to walk out of the cvs and he stopped me he like grabbed my shoulder he was like are you gonna pay for that and i was like oh no i forgot to pay and he was like no you didn't (laughs) (laughs) well then why did he ask you yeah i don't know so he takes me into the employees only room and he's like put all the shit out on the table that you shoplifted i'm gonna look in your bag after and if you have a single item of merchandise in your bag that you don't put on the table i'm gonna send you to fucking jail i'm gonna put you behind bars and then this guy walks in like dressed like normal and pulls a badge out of his pocket Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is fucked up. And they were like, show us your ID. So I show them my ID. And then they like, the manager took a picture of me on his camera phone and Mm. was like, you are banned from every CVS in the nation. Never come back here again. (laughs) There's no way. Why? Yeah. So I was like, okay. And I like ran out. And then I, I got to school. I got to like a math test late and I was like, sorry, I'm late. I was getting in trouble for shoplifting. Oh my God. Yeah. We should um, have those, honestly. They're like, this uh. bitch tried to take double A batteries. Yeah. <laughs> so So back to the intro. So frozen. First. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, yeah. So, uh, ap- so after parents die. Mm. Well, they, they did. You do see them die, though, Sam. Yeah. Oh, you see I must not have been looking. There's a ship in the waves. Capsized. And the boat goes under the water. Oh, I might have been making coffee. We we didn't see any bodies. Yeah, it's like classic Disney. Like, we're not going to, like, show you, but you know that. Well, no body, no crime. Right, exactly. Exactly. The court of law. Well, in the second one, they do delve. Spoiler alert, they do delve more into the parents. Which I was watching today as I nannied in double preparation of this (laughs) one. Well, we're going to have to watch that, too, Sam. So we'll see if you like it. I will. I will. But, um. 
basically they keep Elsa away in the closet slash her big fancy royal bedroom. And mm-hmm. Anna just wants, well, they race Anna's memory of the snow powers. Yes. Right. So Anna just wants to fucking build a snowman. With and hang sister. out with her sister. And yeah. Elsa's like, no, I'm gay. I can't. Help you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the parents die and then they're older and Kristen Bell arrives and I do mm-hmm. Bell arrives in the movie. And then that's, that's the whole intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then uh, it's like three years later, or not three, wait. It was three, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was three. Oh, because there's a whole montage of them growing yes, they up. they age okay. in the yeah, montage. Yeah, yeah. And okay. then it's three years. Yeah. And then so, it's like, Elsa's like supposed to be like 21 or something. Yeah. Correct. So then we see right. Jonathan Groff's character. Um, what's it? Kristoff. Kristoff. And he has this horrible, horrible habit of saying what he thinks his reindeer is thinking. He also just walks around with a reindeer and he like, he has a carrot and the moose eats a little bit of it. And then he eats the rest of it, which I thought was disgusting. No, because it's implied that they have a, an interesting relationship. It's implied that they're fucking because that's no. the only person that I share food with is somebody I'm fucking. So it's true though. Later, the trolls even say it in their song. Guys, oh. do they? They, they say, say the, th- the they thing. They say it's a little outside here. of nature's laws. Nature's laws, but that's oh, not. Ew. That oh, is what that means. Don't ruin it. No, it's not. It's yes, it like is. A- no, it's fine. Oh. Just go with it. He definitely dates it. a human woman at the end. It's fine. He doesn't. It's need true. The He's recovered. God, on a shaves her pussy for the first time they have sex and he's like i just don't like it without a little bit of fur anyway (laughs) he like puts antlers on it yeah yeah i was gonna say (laughs) (laughs) this this seems more right yeah sorry yeah Yeah. (laughs) they have a ball to commemorate elsa uh, officially becoming the queen. Yeah. And it's basically the first time Anna has seen Elsa in the past like 14 years. The first time in forever. Yes. Mm. And they have a ceremony. The um, She really cannot keep her ice under control. No. She she grabs the scepter and is immediately like, oh, I'm gay. And then has to put it back. <laughs> <laughs> but they, she looks great. They both, I love their little, I love their, she's wearing, their she's, gowns. She's wearing a flannel gown and they have Katie Lang playing over the speakers. And Elsa's like, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. Anyway. <laughs> so then Anna meets Hans. Yeah. And um, they have like a meet cute where. They and they kind of make fun of it. They kind of make fun of what that is. Like they, they lamp like, show you that all uh, the Disney uh, characters uh. like immediately fall in love. And right. Love is an open door and everything. Sam, what was your favorite song? Um, Cause let, it, say, let I, it go. One of the, the, one of the, I like this movie a lot, but what is weird to me is that like almost all the songs are smushed together in the first like 40 minutes. Yes. And yeah. And then there's like a full hour of like no songs. Yeah. Not even a triumphant let it go reprise at the end, but whatever. I think there is. I thought there was. There should be. Maybe hmm. like a musical, like, like the instrumental. But yeah, at the end they're like, no. We let it go. We <laughs> let it go. But anyways, we can what did, you, did you like Elsa. the Me Cute song? Yeah, I liked it. I All I could think about was, again, on Tumblr, when the movie came out, mm, people sure. were gifting those two seconds of them doing the robot together. Mm. And mm. then there was a caption that was like, 
this symbolizes the fact that Hans is being dishonest and calculated in his seduction of Anna. It's like, actually, I think that they're just doing the robot, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I was like, is it like when, you know, you really like someone and you stalk them and you find out what they like and mm-hmm. like what their aunt's name is and their grandma's name is. And then you, when you go on a date with them, you're like, oh yeah, I really like tennis. Yeah. I've always wanted to yeah. name a child Beth. And he's like, oh, my grandmother's name is Beth. And you're like, whoa, right, exactly. what a coincidence. No, no way. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, I kind of feel like you were poisoned on this movie for years just because of Tumblr discourse. Oh, That's... 100%. And yeah. It it's a... like, I also can't watch Bob's Burgers because Tumblr took on the um, like vernacular of Bob's Burgers, like, you know, calling people babies, I guess, and like poopy baby jail or whatever. And I was, and and I was like, that's the way that annoying people on Tumblr talk. And then I watched like, so where does precious, where does precious cinnamon roll come from? The onion. That was my, that's my favorite onion. I mean, Tumblr thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's my like, favorite, least favorite Tumblr thing. Mm-hmm. It was an Onion article that then got kept getting put over stuff of like precious cinnamon roll who like wants to kill, who could kill somebody. Like, yeah. yeah. And then it's a picture of like the mm. Hulk. Yes. Yes. And then people's gay OCs. Mark Ruffalo specifically. Yeah. Specifically. Not Edward Norton. No way. Mm-mm. Mark oh, Ruffalo yeah. is the only Hulk to me. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, um, there, there was oh, there was that one king, the king of Wesselton. Oh, look. yes, yes, Alan Tudyk, baby. Voice that was Alan Tudyk. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, he's in every that. Disney movie now. He's in every since Frozen. He literally plays a villainous character in every single Disney. Movie. I'm sorry, the chicken in Moana. You want to call a villainous character? <laughs> well, he's the villain in what's it called, Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. I, just I didn't know he was a. I yeah, didn't know he was the, the chicken. He's the chicken in Moana, and there's this fucking hilarious video of him behind the scenes filming just the clucking sounds, and he just deadpans to the camera and he goes, "I went to Juilliard," and then goes back <laughs> to these, like clucking sounds. It's Love incredible. That. Well, stop bragging. I guess that they can claim him as their Annalie Ashford uh, sentient. I think they've got a couple more people than just Alan Tudyk to claim, but yeah. Shut up. Um, Yeah, I don't, his whole character is kind of dumb. Like, I don't know. I mean, I I just thought it was. It adds layers to the film, but it's also like, why? I thought it was interesting that he looked like Joel Grey. Mm. I was like, here he is, the wizard. The wizard. <laughs> um, so yeah, then Adina wants uh Adina does not appro- I mean Elsa does not approve of <laughs> Anna Anna wanting Hans to get married to her. Yeah, so they decide to get married immediately and Elsa says Anna no. Anna takes one of her gloves on accident and then mm. Elsa yeah. has Anna goes, breakdown. I can't live like this anymore. And Elsa says, then leave. Then leave. The and then I, she I was, explodes with ice. And then the entire town is in winter. Somebody goes, it's, like, it's snowing. The queen has cursed this land, which is me every November. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fun how Elsa was intended to be the villain of right. this story mm-hmm. until like basically the second to last draft of the screenplay. 
they were trying to the creative team was trying to make it work with her as the villain and with hans as mm-hmm. like a, a good guy and they were like hmm why doesn't this story click why doesn't it click what's not clicking about this healthy relationship that's forged after two hours and this woman who hates her sister for no discernible reason. I can't imagine. I mean, I think it would have been interesting. Like I've heard some like audio clips, I think also on Tumblr of like early scripts where Adina was already cast, but she was recording like maniacal laughter and like, you're going to be dead and like that kind of stuff. It was very interesting (laughs) because I think Elsa, here's my thing with Disney post- really like starting with like frozen is that first of all they don't do villains anymore which is Thank stupid you, mm-hmm. I love that. You're but it's because and elsa <laughs> had the potential to be like an iconic classic yeah. disney villain type because you know adina menzel you know you have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even her design is very kind of it could be sinister if they made you know, a little pointier but yeah. um you know and <laughs> then what happened was i think it worked better for the movie with the way they did it. But then now their whole thing is like either no villain or a surprise villain. And it's just not the same. And I think it's because they're afraid of doing queer coded villains um, now, but I'm like, just bring them back. Or it's just too, too like same old, same old. Right. Yeah. I think that we've been ushered into this weird postmodern era where people are afraid to, for example, like just make a romantic comedy. People are always mm-hmm. like, oh, a romantic comedy is so predictable. And it's like, yeah, that's why we watch them. Yeah, Disney's <laughs> copy pasting animated into live action with zero changes and it's right. like making billions mm-hmm. of dollars. I'm like, I think you can do things people like. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to work that hard. <laughs> I don't know. I get bored with the same story over and over again. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind. I don't mind a good surprise. I feel like it, I liked the surprise because I think because Frozen was the first one that like did it of the newest yes. Disney stuff, right? Because it was like Tangled had was the one that was Tangled came out before it, or Tangled yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. It was also the, yeah. the last villain they did that was like right. Really- and so mm-hmm. with Frozen, it was like it was like a good right surprise, and then it Moana was, yeah. they sort of did the double villain like the smaller villains along the way and obviously yeah the crab song is everything we love moana Mm -hmm. i just think you know disney's kind of in a they are still in a transitional phase but it's like like because before that like frozen really kind of brought them out of there Mm. i mean tangled was a big success but like frozen really put them on the oh we're great again we movies great yeah. songs if you guys remember yeah. the marketing for frozen was extremely weird and like before yeah. it came out it was very olaf focused That's because awesome. you know yeah. the whole previous decade for like disney was literally like kind of bad movies uh with a bunch of sidekicks and no songs and like yeah you gotta have songs you know. honestly and then the mm. fact that the songs work so well and everyone loved them, it's like, oh, we can actually make these movies again, which we have, right. which were very successful for us in the 90s. And I don't know why they stopped making them ever, but. Yeah. Well, not you know, to get for- like, not to get too deep, but like <laughs> the whole idea like of platonic love being just as important as yeah. romantic love. Mm-hmm. Like, love yeah, I mean, like that's mm-hmm. too deep. And but, family. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, and they like, reuse that exact same thing with Maleficent like a few months later. Oh, yeah, really? I never saw I've that one. That, yeah. yeah, like the whole true love's kiss doesn't work and then Maleficent's actually like her mother figure and she's like kisses her on the cheek and then she wakes See? up. See? 
in a way i do think that it's much better for disney to have frozen be like a story about two sisters rather than like a tale of true love because that's just straight up what's developmentally the most appropriate for children to be watching yeah kids don't really have yeah I mean, their whole perception of romantic relationships at that age comes from movies because they wouldn't have really been thinking about it anyway. Right. And like they, what they do have, most likely a lot of them might have sisters as opposed mm-hmm. to love interests when mm-hmm. they're five. Right. So right. <laughs> it might make sense well, yeah, to and focus then, on that. All of my issues, I'm going to blame on Disney movies <laughs> yeah. for giving me unrealistic expectations. But yeah, I mean, I don't know where we were. We, we don't have to summarize the entire plot, but basically we meet Jonathan Groff, who's reunited with Adina Menzel. We meet Olaf, Josh Gad, mm-hmm. who actually, mm-hmm. he's a really, it's a really good character. It's, like it is re-watching a good character. I think after like seven years or however long it's been out of like, you know, getting like peddled with like the Olaf like content, I expected yeah. to rewatch it and be like, okay here's this like annoying sidekick character but i was like it's fucking hilarious like josh gad's delivery is so funny and they just let him improvise and like i was like it's really good like there's i I just thought it was so funny that's the thing with disney though they strike gold and then they endlessly endlessly beat the dead horse yeah Yeah. yes yeah i feel like he's very well used in frozen and then in the marketing like jake said uh, was super super yeah because they were afraid and it's literally why they re- it's literally why they titled the movie frozen and why they titled tangled tangled because they wanted to avoid this princess stigma that they invented for mm. no reason because yeah. they were like we want little boys to go see it too and it's like okay so calling a movie the snow queen or rapunzel means that my annoying seven-year-old boy doesn't want to go see it right. i'm gonna take him anyway <laughs> like it's kids yeah. entertainment he's gonna like it mm-hmm. yeah so Anna makes friends with Jonathan Groff and they look for Adina Menzel together they find her Anna tries the to obligatory uh, Disney wolf chase yes mm. <laughs> yeah during which they like uh, Anna like sets some of Kristoff's shit on fire and like throws it at the wolves and that doesn't uh, make them stop. So they hop this like cavern between two cliffs and they find Adina and Adina gets like mad at Anna for asking her to come back to Arendelle. Um, Cause she doesn't know. And she sicks a snow monster after them. Yeah, that was named pretty Marshmallow. Pretty, named mm-hmm. Marshmallow, which I just read at one point was actually supposed to be like Olaf, like times thirty, like just a giant version of Olaf. And wow. then they were like, they were like, no, it's too weird, it's too dumb. And I'm very I would glad love to see that. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was like, I'm really glad they scrapped that. It's like yeah. Ursula. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and then she like strikes Anna in the heart this time. During the best, my favorite song in the entire in Frozen, which is the first time in forever reprise. Mm-hmm. I think Very it's good. Uh, yes, that was the reprise one. Yes, that one's good. Yeah, yeah. But she hits her in the heart, which we've been foreshadowed is yeah. particularly bad. And and then the trolls happen. We meet the love expert trolls. They're all 
they raised Christoph and they want Anna to get married to him. The rest of the movie, we've already talked about Hans's betrayal, <laughs> yeah. the platonic mm-hmm, sisterly yeah. love reunites them all. I wish Hans died. I'm so tired mm-hmm. of villains not dying anymore yeah. in Disney yeah. movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired of them like going to jail because then I just have Please. to think about them spending the rest of their lives in jail. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Just I know, but that but that's worse than dying though. I know, and I don't like that. Jail's worse I remember, than dying. I like that. Yes. <laughs> I remember being surprised that she like punched him in the face that they were like that Disney. That was a girl was, boss gatekeep moment. Like yeah. the fact that but just the fact that Disney was like, yeah, cool, violent mo you know, like I was like, oh. Uh-huh. God Girls forbid violent she violent too. Yeah. God forbid she smoke a cigarette though. That would be horrible. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, she should have found Elsa in her castle with like an ice cigarette, just like smoking <gasps> and being like a menthol. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, also almost kill some people when they come yeah. to try Definite, to definitely really close to murdering some people. Yeah. Yeah. She should have just done it. No, she has a lot of action in this. Near the end of the movie, somebody, um, they're trying to figure out what the solution. I just, one of my notes just says, love, of course, which evidently somebody says when they find out that oh. Anna's going to live. Mm. I don't know. Oh, it's, it's Elsa. Oh. Because she finds out yes. how to lift the window. Love, she goes, love, love. love. Love Thoughts, of course. And then you hear, na, 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 hey, na, 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 Watch all by roll, man. And then all of the trolls sing Mary the Night. And then they, and then she duets with Anna. They sing acoustic poker face. And she, she finds out she's her birth mother. Yeah, yeah. And when Hans uh, portrays her, it's like Judas, Judas. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you could really just do all of Frozen with only the Lady Gaga canon. Yes, mm. please. Born this way, can feel don't feel. Hey. Oh. No, and then in the sequel, everyone wanted her to be gay, but then she like right. isn't still. But like, there is an even gayer song in the sequel. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What, what's, the, what's, the gayers, what's the gayers? What's the gayers? Show yourself. Show yourself. And they yeah. give you that one show little moment. Yourself. Which moment? The, just that little moment with her and like the little like North Aldrin girl, and they're like sitting there mm-hmm. chatting, and like and Elsa's like petting a baby reindeer, and everyone was like, "That's it. That's gonna be her girlfriend." And I was like, "Please do it," but I knew they wouldn't. Right. I knew that they song wouldn't. is actually a duet with her mom's spirit. So it's true. It's true. Whatever. <laughs> But she's she literally is, says I am found. Like she's like yeah yeah. Elsa's she's and she wears pants in that wow. one. And Elsa she wears Hansen. She wears pants. She <laughs> rides a so horse made out of water. Made out of wa- that scene gives me chills. That's a great scene. See, I'm excited um, for you to see Frozen two. I'm very Frozen excited. Frozen two is Detective. great, and also like the overarching theme of Frozen two is literally like you must pay reparations for the war crimes against the indigenous peoples of this land. Like oh that God. is that is what it's about at its heart, and I won't say more than that so that you can experience it. Amazing, yeah. thank the you. Theme of Frozen one is if you have sisters, they love you more than um than boys do. Than boys in the snow. Damn, and the snow. boys in the snow. I should watch that. Um, 
Do we have any other notes before we move on to awards? Just to say Frozen is iconic and um, the Broadway show happened, is not reopening, but I really wanted to see that dress reveal in yeah in real life and when i visited happened. you in new york last time we entered the lottery for that show like every single day that i was we should have <laughs> just, just gotten some today ticks there's wow. a really good um there's a really good video of a cruise ship alphabet uh, elsa singing let it go <laughs> and then the lights go out because for the reveal and then it doesn't work so they come back up and she's just like fighting with her dress I love that. That's my nightmare. I love it when Elphaba doesn't fly. (laughs) Yes, and everybody just has to get down on the ground really low. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think we also cannot, we would be remiss to leave this episode without mentioning uh, Adina's various live performances of Let It Go. Oh, that's right. Um, (sighs) That song was never meant to be sung every day. No, I just feel so like. Her and Oscar Adele Dazeem, of course. And Adele Dazeem, of course. Yes. And you just feel so bad for her because, like, the song was everywhere and it was during, like, New Year's Eve and, like, the Oscars. And it's just, like, that was a song meant to be sung in a recording studio. <laughs> eight, I don't know how the women who do it eight shows a week, like, like do it. God it's- forbid she not be able to hit the final note in eight-degree weather at New Year's Rockin' Eve. Everyone was she so did, mean. But she did really, that was, that was literally like, she, you could tell she didn't care though. She's like, she knew she was going to fuck it up. Yeah. She just like screams and goes, ah! And then she goes, happy new year! <laughs> that was, that was theatricality at its it finest. Was. She probably well, like- made like a thousand million dollars for that anyway so yeah i have always like you know jealous love hated her mostly hated jealous hated (laughs) for her belting range so Mm -hmm. you know i think that you know they got i mean that song is just also it's just impossible i mean i don't know is it possible to belt that high all the time no no. It's and now in the Broadway show they go up at the very end. They do. Instead they go. Of, oh, really? Instead of the cold, cold never bother me anyway. Me. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and they like every video is them and they're like crouched on the ground, like squeezing this note out of uh, their body. I also they think they made it. Three minutes. Didn't they make it the Act One finale in the Broadway show too? So it's like there's a lot so. riding on it. Nice. There is a lot riding on it. That's yeah. probably better pacing. I think it is. It yeah. is well, if you think about it, yeah, probably. I would really like to see the Broadway yeah, show. But because I when I when I was watching it today, I was like, oh, Let It Go's coming like 20 minutes in. Like you weren't really, ready. Right. You're like you're like, I'm making coffee. <gasps> ah, mm-hmm. Glee! I mean, we recorded a, a Glee podcast right before. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um Oh, shoot. I had something, but I lost it. Never mind. It's okay. We can Um, go into awards if you want. Yeah. Okay. So, Jake, your favorite thing that we've seen so far for this podcast has been Wicked. Is Frozen better than Wicked? Yeah, I think so. Wow. I like it more. I like it more. I like it more. Wow. Oh, my God. Why choose? You can have both. Like, I have to true. make a note for that. <laughs> like the um, if then notes. In high school at a cabaret, me and a friend did a defying gravity, let it go mashup. 
Wait, who'd you do it with? Austin Marquez. <laughs> That's right. And um, it was it was a show stealer, uh, but it's I'm also sure it was. the most high school musical theater thing that you could ever possibly do. I like mm. when you sang that acoustic-y uh, version of Radioactive <laughs> by Imagine Dragons. <laughs> that was good. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Just killing it at uh, DSA cabarets. <laughs> You sang, you sang that Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros song. With Nikki, yeah. Yes. I also sang, we also performed the Gorilla Dance, me and Belle and Everett. Wow. I can never forget. Uh, <laughs> we digress. We digress. I love that. So here on the Tony Awards, we give three awards to everything we watch. The first of which is best prop. So Rachel, what was your best prop? Uh, my favorite prop was, I don't know if this counts as a prop, but uh, the toupee that falls off of the, the Duke <laughs> of Wesselton's head. Nice. That's that was my favorite. Uh, Jake, what about you? <laughs> uh, mine is the dress reveal. Um, mm-hmm, I think it's just mm-hmm. the best. I love that scene. I love that animation of that whole scene, but it's like, you know, as soon as she conjures that new dress out of nowhere, I'm like, I'm sold. Best scene ever. <laughs> what about you, Alessandra? I knew Jake was going to say the dress reveal, so I didn't. Um, I would say second then is just, like, the ice. Like, I just think the ice animation all across the board is so good. So I know that's, like, dumb. But I thought the animation just across is so, so good. Um, yeah, that's a good nice. best prop. It is. It's blue. Yeah. It's Well, they it's... did some, like, computer program. I remember reading this when it came out to, like, come up with all. So all of the snowflakes are, like, actually all completely unique or something. Oh. They just know like, to do that. Yeah, it that was like so some annoying. new. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's great too. That's like the Merida's hair of Frozen. Yes, it's exactly the Merida's hair of Frozen. When Brave came out, and they were like, "We individually animated every strand of hair," <laughs> and like, it nobody showed, baby. asked you. If you had to the do chance that. to animate yeah. every strand of hair, would you? <laughs> I would not. And that's why I'm not employed at the Disney Corporation. Uh, my best prop was Anna's silver strand of hair. I thought mm-hmm. that that was very cute. Pretty I love silver hot. hair. Uh, the well, next they go award, away at the end when she is cured. Forever, I think it. Yes. Yeah. Because well, it goes all silver I, for a moment, yeah, which is a really I, good Phoebe Bridgers slash Margaret Stolte moment. But. Uh, I yeah. wish it had stayed though the little stripe. I feel that. I feel like it was very iconic. It was nice. The icon. Uh, the next award is best Adina moment. So Alessandra, what was yours? Um, it's in Let It Go when she goes, "I'm the queen." Um, <laughs> I think I it was think me of... who did that. <laughs> Jake so Jake's in Jake's voiceover video. He says it like that, but if you listen to it, she does kind of go like, "I'm the queen." A yes. little bit, and I just a little bit. It's a little it's, whispery. Yeah, it's a little oh, well. whispery, and like it's got that Adina like yeah. down yeah. the middle. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> uh, Jake, what was yours? Uh, mine was the when she successfully recorded "Let It Go" in the studio that one time, and then <laughs> and then the never again, <laughs> and then never again. So that was <laughs> so. You know, mean. she's proud of that. <laughs> Rachel, what was yours? Well, we kind of already touched on it, but I my I wrote down conceal don't feel. Um, just every time she says that, you know, you feel every it. time. Every time I yeah, I feel it. Yeah, mine was when she refuses to bless the wedding between Anna mm-hmm. and Hans. 
Uh, because no matter how long you go without talking to your siblings, they will be able to tell when your romantic partner is full of shit. And I really <laughs> appreciated that from Adina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next award is a custom award and it can go to anything. So Rachel, what was your custom award? Okay. So I think uh, I had like a few ideas. I don't know if you can still see my video when I swipe up. But, um, oh, I put, I had two. I had the most crush-worthy moose. No, it was not a moose. It's a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought it was a moose. <laughs> I also but when thought you said reindeer earlier, I was like, Because reindeers are reindeer. better than people. <laughs> right. Yeah. In a song. The best moose-reindeer uh, hybrid. <laughs> and uh, the other thing was the best uh, big summer blowout. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Oh, that's mine, almost. <laughs> that's yours. What's my yours, custom Jay? award is the uh, Glad Award, because I remember reading. Uh, <laughs> yes. I remember reading that some, because every every movie that Disney releases now is like first gay character. Like every movie has the first mm-hmm. one, and this uh-huh. one they were they were trying to say that the spa like guy was uh, <laughs> yeah. gay because in the like window you see like another man with children, like in another adult like, man. Yeah, because he goes hi family, and then they're like. But I'm like, I don't think so. But I choose to believe he is. Yeah. He must be. He has to. Big summer blowout. Big summer blowout. (laughs) I have yet to meet a heterosexual Nordic man. Yeah. True. True. Uh, Well, how many Nordic men? College was, was heterosexual. Who? Olaf from college. I will believe it when I see it. Okay. Did you really know a Nordic man named Yeah, Olaf? he was literally from Norway and his name's Olaf and he took ballroom with us. He was an icon. He was he was so iconic. He literally acted like big summer blowout guy. Yeah. I'm not yeah. even kidding. He me. did. That we, is what he was like. We danced together all of once. Um mm. and he super led me. Um mm. I could very tell I could tell that he was like a much better dancer than I was and I just felt so swept away I was like wow this is what it yeah, this is like what it is to be a too. girl he was like six yeah. four it was an it was an extraordinary moment I it I felt so more funny. intimate with Olaf in that moment than I have with anyone before and anyone since like once you ballroom dance with somebody you realize like, why it made people fall in love and all of the Jane Austen yeah. books right you're like it's so intimate oh my god I had to ballroom dance with like the theater department coordinator one time because she was she like mary no no brooke harbo oh because she was like taking the class for fun or something oh right 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 and i was like oh my god i was about to be so jealous and be like where was i when you danced with mary fleischer no but after i danced with brooke harbo i remember you looked at me and you were like so you danced with brooke harbo how was that (laughs) And I could feel the jealousy radiating from you. And I was like, I'm gay. Uh, <laughs> gay for Brooke. I was so gay for Brooke. Oh, who wasn't? Right. Alessandra, what was your custom award? Um, <laughs> my custom award was best slash most confusing superpowers for Elsa, obviously, because I'm like, she's an ice queen, but also can create life. And yeah. like, I think that needs to be addressed a little bit more. The, like sentient life um very, and very briefly make, addressed she can make wearable mm. 
like ice clothing. Um, so I just <laughs> she's like the Scarlet Witch of the Disney verse, in that her powers just like keep coming, and I love it, and I'm so yeah. confused by it. <laughs> so is she. Uh, my my custom award was um the innuendo award not necessarily best innuendo but it was an innuendo and it was there when Kristoff and anna are arguing over whether a guy's foot size matters oh i was like i know what that means size matters or it doesn't matter like jokes for the parents yeah Yeah. and i was like all right i fucking guess (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> jokes for the parents it's so sad to think about because i i get i'm like that age now uh, yeah yeah they're for me mm-hmm. so i just can't believe it's been so long since this movie came out i know i feel I like know. a literal dinosaur now i, do. I really I, like, do I, I was 17 when i came out i saw it three times in me movie theater. i did too <laughs> i did too did we see it together yeah when you came yeah, home we, for christmas break yeah, i think you were my, you were my third Oh my god! Oh my god! Watch it every sleepover we've ever had. That or perks of being wallflower. Since we didn't watch this on uh, the edibles, though. No, what did you watch on edibles? Oh, perks of being wallflower. Nice. Which is 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 really stressful to watch when you're like super high because it's so sad. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. Still. What? Rachel, do we watch it? I'm coming over. Come Sam, over. I need to watch should we it. do a Mae Whitman miniseries? Wow, yes. She is such a good... Except I don't want to rewatch Parenthood just because it's like such an undertaking. You know, sure. it's like seven seasons at like 20 episode seasons. Oh, right. She's in like every episode too. Yeah, yeah. Um, the dub, but ooh, we, we could do like one fine day. All of her movies from when she was like a child and then Perks of Being a Wallflower and then maybe like the pilot of Good Girls. I think we could do, do Avatar the Last Airbender. Yeah. Isn't she oh, played that Avatar? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we could do Parenthood. We could just do like character. one a really good episode of Parenthood. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. Anyway, um, much to think about. We could do the episode <laughs> where she she drunk drives with Nathaniel from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and gets into like a car crash. And then the um her grandpa is like he takes her to see the fucked up car afterwards and he's like I had dreams for you as my grandchild. You don't get to mess with my dreams by dying. And then she just like sobs. I feel like I saw that on Tumblr. So good. I love May Women, and I think she's underrated. So I think we should do it. She's the she's the better Shane Shailene Woodley. And you know, yeah, exactly. I think I I think Emma Watson is underrated too. But I but for but a a lot of people think she's what did you say? No, Brandon said she's perfectly rated. Yeah. And I found that offensive. (laughs) I I think she's she's a delight, though. I think she's the best actress of our generation. I think that her accent in terms of being a wallflower would disagree. Um, I think that it's called camp, dear. I think her going, you can't just do that to people that you love. Is Bob still trying to shag that waitress at the Olive Garden? Thank you. Thank you. Sam really gets it. I'm not a bulimic. I'm a bulimist. I love bulimia. I'm sorry that I'm giving away every, <laughs> every good line 
of Perks of Being a Wallflower, Rachel. Oh but please watch it, Rachel. It's yeah, but they're out of context. Amazing. I'm just confused. Yeah. She's amazing. <laughs> she's not so helpful. good in it. She's so good. Oh. Yeah. And she's it's- a Disney princess. She played Belle very yeah. interestingly. Interestingly. <laughs> oh, yes. Her singing. Her singing in that was not There good. goes the bike on with trying like <laughs> Miranda sings voice. <laughs> No, and so alarming. Extraordinary. Um, so we have reached the end of our oh. podcast. Do either of you guys have anything to plug? Uh. Either I do not. So <laughs> you guys both just like <laughs> broke down. God, I'm not Start crying. I wish I did. <laughs> 